This is a Crisscross Picks production. In the featherweight division at UFC London, you got Lerone Murphy coming in at a perfect 12 and 0. Well, actually, he has one draw, so he's not perfect, but he's undefeated at 12 and 0. Kulabayo 11 and 1. Now, Kulabayo one inch taller at 5'10. He's 29. Lerone Murphy 31. Uh, Murphy has a one-inch reach advantage, 74 to 73. Both guys stand right-handed. Now, Murphy is more active, 3.6 significant strikes per minute compared uh, to just three for Kulabayo. So you're looking at about 7 to 10 significant strike difference uh, in favor of Murphy, so not a big deal. But Murphy can land like a takedown over the course of three rounds as well, while Kulabayo doesn't. Murphy, 43% takedown defense. That hasn't been great so far, but guess what? He wins, right? He's never lost. He fought uh, Zubaira Tukagov to a draw, split draw, in his first fight. And that's because he gave up six takedowns. But since then, he beat Ricardo Ramos, Douglas Silva, Dan Draj. That was a, a big win. Makwane uh, Mirakani and Gabriel Santos. But he beat him by just split decision. So this is why all eyes are on this fight for Lerone Murphy. Uh, he's a slight favorite, but people are hesitant here because of the close fight in his last fight. But here's the deal. If he's going to fall, fine, but the guy hasn't lost yet, right? So I have no reason to believe he's going to lose his fight. Kulabayo uh, has lost to Charles. Actually, fought Charles Jordan to a split draw. Not bad. And his only loss is to Jalen Turner. So that ups his stock a little bit. But still, I like Lerone Murphy to pull this thing out and remain undefeated, in my opinion, mainly on significant strikes. Look for him to lead by 15 or 20 significant strikes here. He'll pick up the pace after his last fight, which was, again, a split decision. So very close to losing. So I think Murphy picks it up here to go to 13-0. and 0, Featherweight division, UFC London. In the lightweight division at UFC London, you got Jai Herbert taking on Ferris Zian. It's going to be an interesting contest as well as the rest of the fights in the main card. Now Herbert comes in at 12-4, and 4, Zian 13-4. And, and you can tell by the records it's going to be a close when you look at the odds. Zian. A slight favorite. Both guys 6-1. Zeeam's nine years younger. 26 years old compared to the 35-year-old Jai Herbert. Herbert has a two-inch reach advantage. Both guys stand right-handed. Now, in terms of activity, they're both exactly the same. 2.5 significant strikes per minute. No difference there. Zeeam lands like a takedown uh, on average over the course of three rounds. Jai Herbert, not so much. And Herbert has a 52% takedown defense, so that won't help. Uh, in his cause to de to defend the takedowns. He lost his last fight. Actually, excuse me, it was a draw to Ludovic Klein. So not a bad performance. Majority a decision. He gave up two takedowns. Trail 47-43 in significant strikes, but it was close. He did beat Kyle Nelson before that by decision and lost to Ilya Topuria, as he should, by second round KO. Now, Ferrisium, on the other hand, 70% takedown defense. So he's likely not to get taken down in this fight. Coming off a win over Figlak by unanimous decision, he lost to Terrence McKinney. Terrence McKinney, excuse me, by submission and uh, beat Luigi Vendramini. He's actually won three of his last four, only lost to Terrence McKinney. So it's going to be a good fight, but I'm questioning that Terrence McKinney loss. You know, I know Farazim is the favorite. Maybe he pulls this thing out. He will be better uh, potentially on takedowns. Jai Herberts doesn't defend him very well, but something tells me Jai Herbert's going to pull this out. Hard to say how because neither guy is really great in activity 
uh, in terms of significant strikes, but I just think Chai Herbert is going to pull this thing out. I don't like the way ZM performed um, against Terrence McKinney. I do like that Jai Herbert has fought against Ilya Topuria, went around with him. Uh, <clears throat> he fought Ludovic Klein to a draw. So, you know, that that's helpful in, in terms of making the prediction. But this one's just uh, sheer gut instinct. I like Jai Herbert to pull this thing out to move to 13-4 and four here in the lightweight division, in my opinion, at UFC. London. In the middleweight division at UFC London, you got Paul Craig coming in at 16 and 6, taking on Andre Muniz, who comes in at 23 and 5. Now, Paul Craig, two inches taller at 6'3. He's 35. Muniz, 33, so very close there. Muniz has a two inch reach advantage. Paul Craig fights right handed. Muniz is a southpaw. He fights left handed. Both guys not very active in significant strikes 2.4 to 2.1 in favor of Craig, but. Nothing big there. Now, Paul Craig can land some takedowns, like one every other round, if not slightly more. Muniz lands one every round on average. Paul Craig, 50% takedown defense. That's going to be a problem. He lost to Johnny Walker by KO, Volkan Oezdemir by decision. Two really good fighters, but he beat Nikita Krylov by submission. That's a big one. He beat Jamal Hill by KO. Wow. Mauricio Shogun Rua by KO, and he submitted uh, Gat. Gazmuradad, Gazmurad, something like that, and Tigulov. I know I blew that name up. So he's 4-2 and two in the last six, but lost the last two. Just never count out Paul Craig. He's a good fighter. Muniz, 41% takedown defense. He lost to Brendan Allen by submission, but before that he beat Uriah Hall, Eric Anders, Jacare Souza, uh, Bartosi Fabinski. So, man, this is a tough one to predict because both guys are really close uh, in terms of numbers takedown defense takedowns but Muniz slightly better and I hate to go against Paul Craig I look for any avenue to where I don't but Andre Muniz wins more uh times than not he wins more than Paul Craig he's got a higher winning percentage I just think all those things will uh, play his way but Paul Craig is a tough out man and he's beaten some really good fighters it's tough to go against him but Andre Muniz will edge this thing out here by decision to move to 24 and 5 Likely on control time of control two rounds to get the win, in my opinion. Middleweight division, UFC, London. In the featherweight division of UFC, London, you got a good one here. Nathaniel Wood take, takes on Andre Feely. Now, Wood, 19-5, and five, impressive record. Feely, longtime veteran, 10-8 and eight in the UFC. Won no contest, of course. 22-9 and nine overall. So, both guys with a ton of experience. Feely, five inches taller. He's 33, Wood, 30. Uh, Feely's got a five-inch reach advantage. Both guys fight right-handed. So first advantage slides to Nathaniel Wood despite the uh, shorter reach. I mean, he's given up five inches, but he lands 6.3 significant strikes per minute to 3.8 for Andre Feely. Now the takedown game goes the other way to Feely. He lands nearly a takedown every round. Nathaniel Wood like a takedown every other round. But Wood, 73% takedown defense. That's impressive. Uh, on the other hand, Feely 69%. So both are relatively close in that department. So that means the stats should hold up. Might bring their takedown averages down a little bit. But Feely has a slight advantage here. Now Nathaniel Wood, 6-2 and two overall in the UFC, beating uh, guys like Charles Jordan by decision, Charles Rosa, Boston Strong, uh, John Casaneda. He did lose uh, to Casey Kenny and John, Dot uh, John Dotson. He did win his first three UFC fights. 
as well. So impressive resume. Now, Feely, 10-8 and eight overall, struggling a bit lately. He beat Bill Algio in his last fight by split decision, but lost to Joe Anderson Brito by KO. He lost a decision before that to Bryce Mitchell. He did beat Charles Jourdain by split decision, and he did have uh, five takedowns in that fight. Now, Nathaniel Wood also had five takedowns, so that's a tough, tough one to judge. Uh, Feely trailed in significant strikes. So I have a feeling that we're going to see Nathaniel Wood lead in significant strikes. It's going to come down to control time. Wood's got to defend the takedowns. He can lose one round of control time, but he's got to win the other two rounds, get out of a takedown or two, lead in significant strikes. He will. So I think Wood will edge this thing out, but it's going to be a great fight that could really go either way or get finished at any time. But Nathaniel Wood wins, in my opinion, to move to 20-5 and five, featherweight division, UFC London. In the women's flyweight division at UFC London, you got Molly McCann, the home crowd favorite, coming in at 13-5, and five, taking on Julija Stolia-Ranku, who comes in at 10-8. and eight. And this kind of seems like a softball for Molly McCann as it's been at these UFC London cards. But that's okay, because the crowd wants to see Molly McCann win. She's three inches shorter at 5'4". She's 33. Uh, Julija Stoliarenko, 30 years old. McCann's given up four inches in reach. Both fighters stand right-handed. Miley McCann, 5.8 significant strikes per minute to 2.8 for Julija. Uh, Miley McCann also lands like uh, a takedown every other round. Stoliarenko, not so much. Miley McCann also has a 44% takedown defense. That's always a problem for her, but when it goes to the ground, she seems to be okay. Um, Stoliarenko, 62% takedown defense. Now, here's the thing. Molly McCann coming off the loss to Aaron Blanchfield by submission, but we know Aaron Blanchfield is pretty darn good. Before that, she beat Hannah Goldie by KO and Luana Carolina by uh, spinning back elbow KO. So she's looking good. On the other hand, Julia Stoliarenko lost to Chelsea Chandler by KO and beat Jessica Rose Clark. But this is an easy one. I mean, Julia's not even on the same level is Molly McCann. I mean, Molly McCann has a long way to go, especially against the upper echelon of the division. But she's certainly going to beat Julija Stoliarenko for sure. I mean, this should be an easy win for her. I'd like to see her get to stoppage. Uh, and in doing so, she'll move to 14-5, and five, likely uh, on overwhelming significant strikes to get the win here in the women's flyweight division, UFC London. In the heavyweight division at UFC London, you got Tom Aspinall coming in at 12 and 3, taking on Marcin Tiber, who comes in at 24 and 7. And this should be an interesting fight. The crowd will obviously be su uh, supporting Tom Aspinall. Now he's 6'5, two inches taller than Tiber. He's only 30. Tiber, 37 years old. Both guys, 78 inch reach. Both guys stand right handed. Now, a big advantage for Tom Aspinall is his activity. He lands over 7. Significant strikes per minute compared to 3.6 for Marcin Tybura. He also lands four takedowns over the course of three rounds. Just one for Tybura. So Aspinall has an advantage in all aspects of this fight, including 100% takedown defense. Now he's coming up the loss to Curtis Wades uh, by KO, but he did beat Alexander Volkov by submission, Sergey Spivak by KO, and he submitted Andre Orlovsky. That's a big one. Marcin Tiber, on the other hand, uh, has been looking good. 79% takedown defense, but he's beat Grigory Ivanov by decision back in February. Alexander Romanov, majority decision, his last loss was to Alexander Volkov. So common opponent goes to Tom Aspinall as well. 
And this should be an easy win for Tom Aspinall. He's got the crowd support. It's going to be uh, the crowd's going to be in a frenzy by the time he takes uh, his walk to the octagon. And by the time that cage locks, they're going to be going crazy. So he's got everything going for him, including the stats. I think Tom Aspinall wins this fight easy, uh, likely by KO or submission to move to 13 and three heavyweight division, UFC, London.